like to uh, welcome Matt Kerner uh, to the stage. Um, do you want to move this over this way or do you want to leave it where it's at? Okay. Do you want the podium or not want the podium? You do want the podium. Can everyone see over the podium? Okay. Good morning. Um, like I said, my name is Matt Kerner. Um, it has been really a blessing for me to come back to, uh, to Grothersville. I mean, I grew up down in Seymour. Both my parents came over here and, and taught uh, here at Crothersville for I don't know how many years. Um, but a lot of you already come in and, and said that, you know, I remember you when you were this, this size, you know, running around, running around the school, running around the gyms and all that. And um, I just want to say, really, the last four years, um, this ministry has started, this end of time ministry um, with my wife and I. And um, like I said, it's been a blessing to be able to come back to, to Crothersville, which has kind of been a second home in a, in a sense to me because of how much time I spent here. But really the first time I've been able to come back to the area where I grew up. And uh, just, just a real quick, four years ago this ministry started because our 16-year-old son and a friend of his was killed in a car wreck. Um, we had a choice to make. We can either walk from God or we can dive in. I think as you can see, what we chose. So this morning, um, it's kind of one thing that as Karen and I were talking about a little bit, or she was talking, I kind of chuckled, and I hope I didn't offend you, but uh, there was something that she said that just kind of rang with what, what I'm going to speak about today. So this morning, if any of you followed me, there's been a couple that are on Facebook. Um, I've been in the book of Mark for quite a while now through our church, and I've been studying through it, and... Um, the other day, a friend of mine and I were watching a video, and the speaker made a statement, and it kind of struck my attention. It said, he said, what good is it if you gather up all the knowledge you can, but never share it? I want you to think about that for a second. What good is it if you gather up all the knowledge you can, but you never share it? I want to put it another way, because as I started thinking about it, it really hit me. Imagine you're a doctor, and have found the cure to the leading cause of some sort of death. Whatever death here in, in, in America, across the world, but you refuse to share that information. You have the knowledge to walk. You have the knowledge to walk in and explain to these individuals how to be saved. how they can live their lives to the fullest. You see their pain, you see their suffering, you see the things that they battle each and every day. You have the knowledge, but you just walk away. Mark 16, verse 15. And he, Jesus, said to them, go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. Would you bow your heads and pray with me? Heavenly Father, as we come here this morning and we, pray, we come here to praise and worship your name, we come here to just be filled with your spirit. We come here today just to, uh, to dive into your word and see what it is that you have to say in our lives and not just listen to it, but apply it. 
to apply it in our lives what Jesus has demonstrated, what Jesus has described, what Jesus has shown us through his word, to apply that in our lives. But I'm going to ask you today, dear Lord, that, that you just open up the hearts of all those that are here, that you open up their minds, that you open it up to what it is that breaks your heart, that these individuals here this morning would hear your message, that they are to go out, that, you're, that they are to bring the gospel to everyone that they come in contact with, with day in and day out, from the morning they wake up, from the, from the time they wake up, to the time they go to bed. Dear Lord, we just ask that you be with us. We ask that your presence and your Holy Spirit be here this morning. And we pray this all in your precious Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. So I'm not going to hold back really anything this morning because this has been one thing that's just been tugging on my heart. After reading that verse and after being, uh, diving in into what Mark is saying, what Jesus is saying in the book of Mark, so I'm going to be real with you this morning. All of us so-called, all of us so-called Christians, that means everybody sitting out here, me included, that means everybody that's today out worshiping in another church, wherever it may be, we each, we all have the knowledge to share the gospel with those who are lost, those who are hurting, those who are suffering. We have the message of Jesus Christ's death and resurrection, His redeeming blood poured out for your sins and mine, that we may be saved, that these individuals that we pass by on the streets each and every day may be saved as well. But they can't be if we don't bring the message to them. See, we're all familiar with John 3.16. I'm going to flip to it. It's the one verse that I didn't have marked um, as I was reading this morning. John 3.16. Everybody knows it. You've seen it. It's been on billboards, it's been on baseball games, it's been on football. For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have eternal life. But have you ever went on to read verse 17? Verse 17, Jesus says, For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through Him. So don't get me wrong, I'm standing up here saying that you need to go out and preach the gospel, that you need to go out and speak to those that are lost. But it's not through anything of your doing that's going to bring them to Christ. It's Christ. It's His Word. It's what it says right here in the Bible, which I'm hoping every one of you here today has one. And if you don't, see me after church. I've got some in my car. This message, this life-saving message, that we are to proclaim to the whole creation, and yet we keep it to ourselves. Keep it confined within this building instead of taking it out outside these walls. Paul writes in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, a new has come. I'm going to ask you another question. How can a person be in Christ unless we share that message of Christ with them? 
Think about it. God wants to use you to bring the message of the gospel to your family, to your friends, to your coworkers. And here's the kicker. To those people that you struggle with day in and day out. And that's a tough one. Because see, I battle with that day in and day out in my work. I have an individual that just continues to beat me down, to beat me down. But of, of course, if my wife says, you need to show them Jesus. You got to show them Jesus. So I'm asking you today, this morning, you have to show those Individuals that you come in contact with, not just here, but outside these walls, you have to show them Jesus. And as we were talking about earlier, somebody said, by your actions, the things you do, the things you say, the things you go about and do day in and day out. He wants them to understand that once they accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior and ask forgiveness for their sins, their old life has passed away. And their new life is just beginning. And this is where sometimes we get stuck. Because we see, we see that individual in the light of what they used to be, how they used to be before they came to Christ. I mean, if you would have known me, you, could, you would have looked at me, and this is, I'll be honest with you, this is one of the most fearful things that I had of coming back to my hometown in my area, of speaking because of who I was and what I did growing up, how I acted, the trouble I got into. But thankfully, Jesus didn't look at me that way. And he does it you, and he does it those people outside the walls of this church. See, we need to stop judging them for who they were and start seeing them as Jesus sees them, as a new creation in Him. But again, they'll never know that unless you show them Jesus, unless you bring the gospel to them. Jesus says in Matthew 28, 19 through 20, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. How many of us here have used or continue to use the excuse, I don't know the Bible well enough to share the gospel? I'll be the first one to say that I've done it. How many of us have heard someone tell, the, tell you or been someplace and say that you're not equipped? I like that, I don't like that tag word, equipped. That you're not equipped to share the gospel. I'm here to tell you today to stop making excuses. To stop listening to someone that tells you that you're not equipped. We're all equipped. We're all equipped with, with the gospel, with God's word right here. 
It's in black and white. For some of you with Jesus' words, it's in red. But it's right here. You've got to pick it up and read it. You've got to apply it in your life. You have to share that with those that you come in contact with. I know I keep beating this through your heads, but you've got to take it out besides these walls, outside these walls. See, the reality is we're too busy to get the knowledge. In other words, to pick up the Bible and read it. We're too busy. We've got other things more important that we put before God, that we put before our time with Him, whether it be sports, whether it be, I, I have no idea, whatever. I mean, you, you just name it. You think about it. Whatever you put in front of God in your time with God, whatever you put in front of your time that where you could set in peace and quiet, read His Word, and listen to what He's telling you each and every day. You see, we rely too much to be fed on Sunday mornings by whoever's standing up here speaking. We rely too much on this person standing up here instead of feeding on the Word that God's provided you. truth is we can't find the time because we don't make the time. We don't make the time because God really isn't that important to us. That one hurts. He's not important to us, so it's not important for us to share the gospel to those who need it. Those that need to be saved through Him, through Jesus Christ. Will you make it important today? Will you make God important in your life today? That's a question I can't answer. That's one that you have to. That's one that you have to sit down and search your heart and let God search your heart. I've got one more verse before I, before I paint. And, then I'll, and I'll speak a little bit more after that. And he, Jesus, said to all, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Luke 9.23 Now a lot of these verses that I've spoken already this morning have been, have been basic verses. have been verses that you probably hear day in and day out and can hear day in and day out. But again, will you listen to what God is calling you to do? Will you apply your life, apply yourself to following Christ? Will you pick up your cross daily and will you follow Him? Will you deny the things that you put in front of God and truly follow what He tells you right here? Oops, sorry. Here in a minute, like I said, I'm going to take this off and try and get situated, and I'm going to start to paint, and then I'll get back over here and speak. But I want you to think about that as, as I'm painting. What is it in your life that you put before God? What are those things that you fill up your life with 
that take precedence over, over God. You know, you're here on Sunday morning, and I'm thankful that each and every one of you are. But it's not just on Sunday morning when you can pick up God's Word and read it. It's each and every day. I feel His cry rising up inside me. It's a prayer of truth to change the nation. Am I still on? Okay, you see in the big picture of things, we've all filled our blank canvases up. We've all filled them up with desires, our own wants, our own desires, the things that we put in place of God, in front of God. We don't go after Jesus because let's be honest, we really don't want to follow Jesus. It's too hard. It takes too much time. I got other things that I need to be doing. We don't take up our cross on a daily basis because we don't deny our, des- our own desires for things of this world. So when we step back and look, and we look at the picture, we look at the pa- picture that we've painted in our lives of what our life represents. It doesn't look like much. It looks like a bunch of paint thrown on a canvas, random things here and there. The things we want to do, a random ball game, the random trip to the bar, the time we set on the internet rather than setting in, our, in the God's Word. No rhyme or reason to the mess. Just a life full of busyness with no real purpose. Today is the day to understand that you've been created for a purpose. No matter how old you are, no matter how young you are, no matter how new in faith you are, no matter how time-tested in your faith you are, no matter what your past looks like before you repented of your sins and asked Christ into your life. Today is the day to understand that you've been created for a purpose. Each and every one of you sitting here today. Each and every one of these of the individuals that you come in contact with outside these church walls. Jesus is saying to you this morning, go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole creation. To your family, to your friends, to your co-workers, to those you really don't want to talk to. Jesus is saying to you this morning, if anyone, could come, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily. Daily. 
from the moment you get up in the morning and follow Jesus. Follow me. It's time to stop painting a picture of things we desire and turn our sights to Jesus. God created each and every one of us here today. He created each of us for a purpose. That purpose is to share the gospel. To fulfill that great commission that Christ has called us to do. Not just in here in the church with our church family, but outside these walls. Those individuals God has placed in your path, they have a purpose as well in God's plan. But they won't know that unless you share the message of Jesus Christ with them. And I'm asking you that today. Will you be so bold? Will you be so bold in sharing that message, in sharing the gospel? Will you be so bold, if you've not given your life to Christ this morning, to give your life to Christ today? Will you be so bold to make a commitment to get down on your knees and ask God into your life and to apply His Word in your life daily from the moment you get up in the morning to the moment you go to bed? So this morning I'm going to ask and I'm going to invite anyone up if you've not given your life to Christ, I'd invite you up. I can pray, for, pray, pray with you. We have individuals here that'll pray with you. Don't walk out those doors without giving your life to Christ today if you've not done so. Because you've been called for a purpose. And that purpose is outside these walls. It's to those individuals that you come in contact with daily that you have the opportunity to not just talk to them, but to save their souls. Not because of what you've done, but because of what Christ has done. That Christ has done for you, and that Christ has done for each and every person out there. And you bow your heads and pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you, dear Lord. I just thank you for the message that you've given today. We thank you for the words that you give us in your, in your Bible. Dear Lord, we thank you that each and every one of us here today have the opportunity to follow you. To be reconciled with you. To be loved by you. To have a purpose in this life. Dear Lord, and I pray today that if, you, if there's someone here that is on that fence. Whether to follow you or the, whether to continue to follow the path that they've been trying to follow and has only led to destruction, has only led to, to, to darkness. I ask, dear Lord, that you come into their heart, that your spirit comes into their heart and opens them up that they may just come to you and follow you today. Not only do they follow you today, dear Lord, but they just dive deeper and deeper into your word. 
that they carry that message that you've given us, that gospel message, that saving grace of Jesus Christ for each and every individual out there, that you give us the words to speak, that you equip us, which you've already done in your word. We just need to be obedient to taking the time for you. So dear Lord, I just thank you. I thank you for this ministry. I thank you for this church and this, and this family of believers, dear Lord. I just thank you for what it is that you're doing here and that I know that you're going to continue to do here. They will not just stay in this church and share the message with each individual, dear Lord, but that they're going to take it out, that they're going to carry your message to those that they come in contact with on a daily basis, to their friends, to their families, to their coworkers, to those that they struggle with. This is my prayer this morning, dear Lord. And we just pray this all in your precious Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen.